To kick off each hour of the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive, we've asked the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese to say a prayer. Hello, my name is Toby Kwozik, and I am a fifth grader at St. Catherine of Siena School in Kennesaw. My favorite subject is math, and I always like to learn new ways to use it. I would like to share my favorite prayer with you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Listen to AM 1160, The Quest. Awesome. Thank you, Toby. I love it. <laughs> can't go wrong with the Hail Mary, you know? Nope, you can't. <laughs> That's and great. Toby is one of our friends. We love Toby. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, I'm Dave Savage. Uh, I am the programming and uh, production manager here at AM 1160 The Quest, and this is the best of the Quest Pledge Drive. And uh, we're, we're going to stick with just Father Neil which I think is what most people call you, right? That's, that's fun. Yep. Uh, but but I do know how to say Dabliwala. Very good. So, nice job. <laughs> Impressed. But, but we're just sticking with uh, Father Neil. And then uh, also Carissa. Uh, how do you pronounce your last name, Carissa? Like street signs. Si- signs. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, Carissa, it's got a different spelling than signs but <laughs> but anyway no no we're, we're so glad to have you here Thanks, um, Dave. and and uh from what i understand uh there's a uh, an effort uh well in fact why don't i let you father neil why don't why don't you uh talk uh, just take it away okay <laughs> Well, great. Well, thanks for having us. And um, so we're here today uh, to talk a little bit about a new project that uh, really Chris and I have been working on along with some uh, other supporters. Oh, too close to the mic. Um, uh, it's um, a new classical high school that uh, we're hoping to open up next August, so August of 2023, with our first freshman class. And um, it's going to be a classical high school grounded in the Catholic faith. What now? When you say yeah. classical high school, what, yeah. what is that? So, um, a classical school. First of all, this is really a growing trend in all education, but uh, in a particular way in Catholic education. Um, classical education is a different way of really approaching education than sort of the typical modern um, way of uh, looking at education. Um, it's been around forever. Uh, But it's really, I think, if we could talk about classical education and describe it in a nutshell, really, it's focused, first of all, on on the great books of Western civilization. And so the kids are going to be reading some of the great philosophers and some of the great literature uh, that, you know, unfortunately, lots of of kids really never have an opportunity to read. Um, And then also the way of learning might be a little different. Uh, It's using more of what's called the Socratic method, where they're really having a great deal of discussion, really learning kind of the why behind the what, not just learning facts, but really learning how to think critically and and, and really understand why do these things work the way that they do. Um, So it's not just a matter of sort of memorizing facts, which is, I mean, I, I, grew up here in Georgia and, and, you know, I went to St. Pius High School, which is a great education. Then I went to Georgia Tech, got a great education there. Um, But some of the ways that I I learned, particularly at Georgia Tech, were just sort of learning for the test, you know, Mm -hmm. the sort of the cram test dump 
kind you of just approach. want to get a passing grade right, in the test. Right. <laughs> and so um, classical education really tries to sort of fight that tendency. And, and we really want the kids to learn, once again, how to think critically and to understand why these things are the way that they are. Question not just things. Facts, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. It yeah. might be helpful yeah. for people who are not from where we are from. If we just sort of talk about where we were yeah. um, and also you know where we're from we're I don't, we didn't even say we're from st catherine of siena we probably should mention that for all yeah. of our friends who are listening <laughs> yeah yeah so um i'm the pastor of st catherine of siena and carissa is a person there and also uh works for me and wears lots of different hats she's our choir director and if you if you want to come and experience just a, a gorgeous liturgy come to our 10 o'clock mass um and uh, Carissa leads the choir there. She's our music director and has a beautiful voice herself. Um, and then she's also our director of marketing and stewardship. And that really involves lots of different um, responsibilities. But then she's also uh, the mother of four children and has um, one child currently at Blessed Trinity, a senior at Blessed Trinity, and three daughters at our grade school, our K-8 grade school right now. And so she certainly has a particular interest in this new project to, yeah. to try to start up a high school. But um, just very briefly, I'll tell you. So when I first got to St. Catharines, um, I started hearing from a lot of families that, you know, there wasn't really um, an easily accessible option for a Catholic high school. Um, Blessed Trinity is, is the closest and the best option uh, for the families. But um, a lot of families found it quite burdensome to get to Blessed Trinity. So we started exploring options for starting up a high school closer to St. Catharines. And uh, it's a long journey that we've been through, but ultimately we arrived at this Chesterton Academy model, which, as I said, is a classical high school grounded in the Catholic faith. And so we began the process um, just uh, what we started it originally three or four years ago and then kind of put a pause on things during COVID and, and during the transition with our archbishop. And, and then once Archbishop Hartmeyer came, we started speaking to him again about it. And we've been uh, moving forward and we're hoping once again to open up in August of 2023. I know mm -hmm. Archbishop so. Hartmeyer is a big proponent of Catholic mm -hmm. education. Is, not, not that an yeah. archbishop wouldn't be, yeah. but I know that he is. Yeah. And he's very open to sort of thinking outside the box too, mm -hmm. that this is not a, a diocesan high school. It's going to be an independent um, high school, hopefully. So I'm saying grounded in the Catholic faith. We can't call it a Catholic high school yet until it gets a formal approval from the archbishop oh, to be okay. called a Catholic high school. So it's, it's maybe seem like it's we're splitting hairs, but mm -hmm. um, it's canonically, we can't call it a Catholic high school yet, but it certainly is going to be unequivocally Catholic. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's exciting. And uh, we're once again, we're really working hard to get the school up and running and we're going to open up admissions in just uh, a couple weeks. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, that's exciting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we're really grateful to be here on the quest today. And it's, it's always wonderful to get a wider audience um, from St. Catherine's listening to the quest. So many things have been um, cropping up where qu the quest has been such a great partner for us. Um, so I want to really just call out our St. Catherine's families really quick and remind them to please, this is a, this is a pledge drive ultimately for the quest mm -hmm. and they're doing amazing work in, in our archdiocese. And we're so grateful for the quest and everything they've done for us. So I just want to remind everyone to uh, donate and pledge all of our St. Catherine's parishioners. They always do such a great job for us. And I know that they support all the Catholic missions around the diocese. So please call 470-508-1160 and make a pledge today for the Quest Atlanta. 
just to thank them for supporting us and everything we do and everything that is happening in the archdiocese um the quest supports i've heard so many um personally i've actually uh, been brought to certain things like we, we just ran into a prisoner a friend of ours in the call center lauren whitaker and she did the um she brought the she helped bring the eucharistic miracles um mm-hmm. to saint catherine's earlier this year and i had heard about them earlier on the quest right that was, that was how i actually even heard that they were coming around and well so, that's how i heard yeah. about it too and cool. then i ended yeah. up being able to take my family uh, to the whole, uh, you know, to to see all that, it, it was awesome. Yeah. And, and it, it, but that's the kind of stuff you you learn here by listening to the quest, or you can go to the uh, questatlanta.com and we've got our events calendar mm-hmm. and all that stuff yeah. is on there. If you want to check out yeah. and just think, think, oh, I want something to do this weekend. Let's see if there's something going on. Yeah. Uh, you can check that out. Uh, let me give a shout out real sure. quick just to a few people. Um, we want to thank Tess in Atlanta. We want to thank uh, uh, Clarence in Smyrna, uh, Michael and Genevieve in Roswell. We've got Elizabeth um, in honor of uh, Vivian, who was here last hour, but uh, that's uh, Elizabeth's from coming. Um, also, uh, uh, Is- Isabel, I believe, in Brookhaven. Uh, we also have um, uh, Lauren and... Uh, it, well, actually, now, Lauren, <laughs> we mentioned this in the 11 o'clock hour because 11 o'clock hour had some matching funds. And so Lauren ended up donating uh, in the 11 o'clock hour, but said, but I want it to be in honor of Father Neil. No. So, <laughs> so that actually great. came in a few hours ago. But, but uh, you know, how, how prudent to, to you know, donate when they, we were doing matching funds so that that... that donation was double uh, what it would have been had she called in at this moment smart donor yeah we like those smart donors <laughs> we, well and if it, you know if it's a, a, a parishioner of father Neil's, well come on i mean it has to <laughs> people yeah. rather like him i don't know yes. if you know that <laughs> i i have heard that before yes absolutely which makes it so much easier to do something as hard as as what we're trying to do which is start a high school um so i i'm, I'm father started to tell us the story about um about start about how we arrived at starting a starting a high school in Kennesaw. Um, I will say that my family uh, moved to Atlanta in 2008, and we were actually brought here by the Dominican, the Nashville Dominicans. My husband had been teaching with them in Nashville, and they asked him to come down to their only school. We ha- we're so fortunate, St. Catherine's, to have um, Dominican sisters from Nashville as teachers at our school at our K through eight school on our campus. And so my husband was asked to come down and, um, and teach with them and help, help administrate the school. And, uh, we had a three-year-old and a newborn at the time. And I looked at him and said, okay, but I had a plan in Nashville of where our kids were going to school all the way through to the end of their high school experience. <laughs> I, my siblings were, my brother was a chaplain at a school, at a high school. I knew where they were going. They were going to John school for the first eight years. And then they were going to Austin school. And, uh, and so moving here with no family and um, no friends really at the time um, was terrifying to us. To me particularly, John was kind of excited, but I was scared to death. And I just looked at John and said, you have exactly 12 years to start a high school. And if you don't have a high school by then, I'm leaving. <laughs> and uh, and we had been hearing about people wanting to start a high school in Cobb County for a really long time. Um, 
And they immediately, like Michael's preschool teacher who had kids at at, um, Blessed Trinity here said, well, we were hoping that by the time our kids were done with St. Catherine's, we'd have a high school there. And it's just hard. It's hard to start a high school. It's hard. It's hard to start a high school in a diocese where um, not all the Catholic schools, unfortunately, are filled. So it, it seems like a crazy thing for us to be doing, I think, to start a high school. I think a lot of people feel, would feel that. But um, fast forward all these years, John never got around to starting the high school because he was pretty busy teaching and, and, and running another school. And But it never stopped coming up. And um, and a need for a high school seemed to be apparent. I think everybody that we have spoken to um, has agreed that just having a high school at St. Catharines, where it's close enough to the people north of um, the 75 corridor, um, north of Kennesaw in the Canton, Cartersville area, mm-hmm. um, just a little bit more accessible to the people in Ackworth, um, and then, of course, Kennesaw. But uh, anyway, I... I th- it, well, and it sounds to me, too, like with the way you described it, Father Neil is that, yeah, you have the Catholic aspect of it, but I I think that a lot of people might want to send their kids there just strictly for the education part of it, the education they're going to get. Yeah, it is um, a unique way of educating, as I mentioned, the classical method. Um, So I think a lot of people are attracted to that in particular. Uh, You know, what's, I think, also unique about the Chesterton Academy model uh, as well is the kids go to daily mass which is kind of unheard of yeah right um so they'll go to mass every day at the beginning of the day it's and that's part of their, their schedule yeah. um which is really beautiful and so it's clear that the catholic identity is really the foundation of the school um and it's built into the entire curriculum too um you know chesterton is not just a classical curriculum but it's a also a integrated curriculum where they're going to really see how all the subjects tie to each other, right? And they're going to see ultimately how everything points to God, right? Even the sciences and the maths, right? How they all point to God's order and design. Um, so it's very intentional. The curriculum is really one of the most beautiful things. Chris and I have talked about this and we agree it's one of the most attractive and beautiful things about Chesterton. And so it's not just a, a Catholic school. A lot of people think, well, Catholic school is just a reg- regular education where they have theology and spirituality. No, mm-hmm. Catholic, mm-hmm. The, the Catholic faith imbues everything every aspect of the of the life of the school so it's something really uh, beautiful just about this model mm-hmm. I, uh, if I could just I want to toss this in and I, I I haven't been mentioning this very much today but um, everyone who calls in or donates during this pledge drive today tomorrow Thursday um, we're, we're gonna have a novena of masses offered uh, for the members of their families who have fallen away from the faith. Oh, that's amazing. So anybody, uh, if if you donate, and even if you don't, I mean, if you just call in, if you, if you want to be included in that novena of masses, uh, just let us know. And uh, I just want to mention that every person will be, which I think is huge. I have a few people to add. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be calling later on when I'm not on the air. (laughs) That sounds good. That sounds good. So we are at, uh, this is the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive. And, uh, you know, we, we, in order to keep all these things going to where we can uh, be helping out uh, Chesterton Mm. when, you know, when it, it comes around, I mean, we're, 
obviously we're going to support that. St. Catharines, any events that are going on there. Uh, we've got things going on at St. Bridget. We've got things going on uh, all over the archdiocese. And one and, of the things that the Quest does so well is it marries together all of all of our family of faith in the diocese. I've always thought that um, it's hard. Sometimes we live in our little bubbles around Atlanta, mm-hmm. and what the Quest does is it unifies. It helps us just get to know what other people are doing, just like that Eucharistic miracles that was happening at, I think, where did you go see it? I can't remember the church. I think St. Monica. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. And then yeah. We, they came later on to St. Catherine's, mm-hmm. um, but I heard about them there at St. Monica's, I guess, through the quest, which is just, mm-hmm. I wanted to see them so badly. Um, yeah. So uh, it, I love that about, uh, we haven't had anything like that until the quest, except for what the archdiocese is able to do, but the quest is able to just do so much more. Well, and we get the word out to all that mm-hmm. stuff. And so if you want to keep that going, uh, make sure you are uh, calling in to the best of the quest pledge drive, 470-508-1160, uh, com. You can donate there or you can go uh, to the app, which is, I'm sure, already on your phone. Yeah, it <laughs> okay. is. It's on my phone. It's on mine. <laughs> okay, absolutely. <laughs> it needs to be on all our parishioners' phones. <laughs> we have been pushing this plenty, so yep. hopefully they know that the, what they're supposed to do right and, now. And one other thing, real quick, I, well, I, I just want to mention uh, that we we do need everybody listening. If you're listening right now, uh, or, well, I guess if you're not listening right now, you're not listening to me. But uh, <laughs> but we, we do need you to call in and donate, regardless of the amount. I mean, I know... Uh, things can be tight right now, but with the inflation and everything, but you know, that makes our expenses go up as well too. So, uh, we just want everybody who's listening to participate. No donation is too small. Uh, just be a part of the quest family and, uh, and support us please. And we have some breaking news. We've got break. I wish I had that breaking news. Thank you. Thank you, Carissa. Yeah. So the next two listeners, who make a monthly donation to the Quest will receive a $20 gift certificate to Crab, Crab Apple, Apple Tavern. Tavern. Oh, that's cool. Yes. And. Oh, and. There's an and in here. <laughs> and a Quest mug. Oh, and a Quest mug. I use my Quest mug all the time in my office. It's my tea mug. She does. I see it all the time. <laughs> so again, that's the next two listeners who make a monthly don- a monthly donation are going to receive a $20 gift certificate to Crab Apple Tavern and also a Quest mug. That's awesome. So, Thank you. Yes. Thank you for that donation too. Mm-hmm. Um Father, I I think it might be helpful if uh if the listeners hear a little bit about the about how Chesterton came about. So Chesterton's not just our school. We keep referring to it as Chesterton, but mm-hmm. Chesterton is a much bigger thing. And and like we said the other day, it's uh, it's marching south, but it hasn't been in the south. So how did Chesterton come about? Well, first of all, the name Chesterton may not be familiar to everybody, so I'll just talk about him briefly. So G.K. Chesterton uh, was an English Catholic convert to the faith in the late 1800s and was just an incredibly prolific writer. Um, I, I don't even know how many books he wrote, but just thousands of essays. Um, and he's well known in kind of academic circles, not, you know, even not, uh, not only Catholic circles, but he was a convert to the Catholic faith and... Um, even people have been pushing for his cause for canonization. He wasn't just a prolific writer, but was known to be just a very holy man as well. Um, and so the, the um, 
Chesterton Academy is named after him. And it was started by a guy named Dale Alquist and some of his collaborators back in 2007. The first Chesterton Academy was started in Minnesota uh, by Dale Alquist, who's the president of the American Chesterton Society. And so he opened up this high school and quickly realized that it was a model that could be replicated. And so they started the Chesterton Schools Network and basically it's a situation where you can buy the franchise and um, you get everything that you need for the most part to start up a Chesterton Academy. Uh, so that's what we've done. And so it's been in existence, you know, since, as I mentioned, 2007 and then the network a year later. Uh, and to date, there are 40 plus schools, Chesterton Academies that are wow. open around the country and even one in Italy and mm -hmm. Iraq. One in Iraq, right? yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm um, so glad you brought that up because yeah. as you were talking about this before, I'm like, yeah. where do you come up with the idea to do a classical school like yeah. this? You know, how do you, and so obviously it's not your idea, Father Neil. It's <laughs> no, so I, I'm not a educator. I don't have a background in that. Um, Carissa, you know, has a little bit, and but her husband is uh, is an educator for sure. He's a teacher and has been an administrator in schools as well. But I don't have the background in education. And so I thought it was really important for us to have something that we could just uh, adopt instead of having to take some of the guesswork, particularly right. out of the curriculum, yeah, I to think. reinvent the wheel. Right. Right. And, and once again, yeah, it wasn't just about that. Ultimately, right. it was we discovered this yeah. model that was just so attractive in so many ways, just the mm -hmm. Catholic culture, the curriculum uh, and the clear goal. Right. Right. That this is about you know, our kids and we want their souls to be saved. They want, we want them to be saints. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, we want them to be good human beings um, and ultimately good citizens of this world, but most importantly, ultimately prepared for eternal life. Um, mm -hmm. And Chesterton's unequivocal about that. We had a really great experience. Um, I, well, I had a really great experience in there it, when I went to discover what, whether or not this would be a good fit for our community, because um, it is kind of a crazy thing that we're doing. And that's even the first thing that that when they were sort of training this group of, of fledgling schools, they they said, do you know you're here to think about starting a high school and how crazy that is? And we all felt that. And I still feel that. Um, but I but I was able to get this great experience. And I, I, I think we're about to go to a break. So I'm not going to start yeah. that story yet. But I will say that the the thing that just absolutely sold me in that moment was the director of curriculum for the whole network. So he has, you know, 50 schools that he's directing this curriculum for. He's a, he's a principal himself. And he said, you know, the mission of a Chesterton school, um, the mission at our core of all of every single Chesterton school and the thing that informs our curriculum is that we want to provide an opportunity on a daily basis through the curriculum for our students to fall in love with Christ and to fall in love with him more deeply. We want to provide that opportunity. And that to say that as a school, that that is your core mission, mm -hmm. is something that in tw almost 20 years of Catholic education, nobody had said that to me directly. And I, I was just floored. I was just absolutely floored. And I think everybody in the room was as well. And I knew immediately that this was worth exploring. And we can talk a little bit more about that in the next half hour. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just want to uh, mention too that uh, Anne from Kennesaw uh, has donated and said this is in honor of Father Neil, also known as the priest of the children. 
<laughs> Interesting. <laughs> which and there's a there's yeah, a few, few ands. Yeah. And then uh also Andrew uh says Carissa and Father Neil, thank you both for your faithful witness and leadership. Mm. Uh that's Andrew from Ackworth. Mm, so nice. we thank them for their donations. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> We're Absolutely. Grateful. So why don't we take a little break sure. here? We'll go get a drink of water and uh stretch our legs and we'll be right back. You are listening to AM 1160, The Quest, and this is our Fall Pledge Drive, where the theme is The Best of the Quest, Stories of Inspiration. After hearing these stories of inspiration, if you are moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio, with programming rooted in the teachings of the Catholic Church, helps listeners, both Catholic and non-Catholic, learn more about our faith. People get a lot out of The Quest. It's just a faith builder, and it makes faith not something that is stiff it makes it real and also because i can uh, access it from just about anywhere so from my mobile device from a web browser or even the app i um, love so many things about the quest the time with father jim blout really is a powerful time he has such a connection and his words and his advice are wonderful and really things that you can put into practice very easily None of this would be possible without the support of listeners like you because we are a 100% listener-supported station. We have expenses that need to be covered to keep the quest on the air. So your donation of any amount helps to bring people closer to Christ. You can donate from the Quest Atlanta app or at thequestatlanta.com. If you're a financial advisor and would like to learn how to help your clients achieve their charitable giving goals, then join the Catholic Foundation Professional Advisors Network Luncheon on Wednesday, September 28th. Go to thequestatlanta.com for more information. Let us offer a prayer of thanksgiving for Father Martin Connor, a priest serving in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Eternal God, we thank you for the blessings of Father Connor, who represents you on this earth. Make him more greatly aware of the grace that you pour out through him as he ministers the sacraments, and help him to fall more deeply in love with you after each and every Mass that is celebrated. Please strengthen him so that he may lovingly and courageously shepherd your flock. May we support Father Connor and the Archdiocese of Atlanta by offering him kind words, deeds, and assistance. We thank you, God, for the gift of Father Martin Connor. Allow him to remain an example of your truth and a guide to all those he is entrusted to serve. We ask these things of you, our Lord, our eternal priest. Amen. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. The kids at Profile Junior Senior High School in Bethlehem, New Hampshire, made an unusual amount of news because of their eagerly awaited senior trip one year. Why? Because they chose not to go. The reasons showed that they had learned a lesson in compassion as they were ready to graduate. The students voted to ditch the plans they had made for their senior trip. 
Instead, they gave the entire $8,000 they had raised to their principal, Courtney Vashaw, who was fighting a rare form of tissue cancer. Vashaw had always taught students to be selfless, senior Ian Baker said in the New York Post, so it wasn't that difficult a decision. He said, she's just very caring, very selfless, and we wanted to be selfless too. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Life is precious as it was given to us as a gift from God. He has a plan for every created life, even those conceived in the violent crime of rape. Legislation that protects every life is required because God's gift is to be respected, cherished, and protected. No value is given to the baby's life when abortion is allowed in cases of rape. Pro-life advocate Rebecca Kiesling was conceived in rape and had this to say, I am my mother's child. I honor her and bring her healing. Today we are both thankful we were protected from the horror of abortion. Every life, no matter how it was created, is a human being worthy of life and deserves protection. Stand behind legislation with no exceptions. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Best of the Quest, stories of inspiration pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the Best of the Quest pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. Welcome back. I'm Dave Savage, the production and programming manager here at The Quest. And uh, this is, the, as you just heard, the Best of the Quest pledge drive. Um, one thing I want to mention, and I'll reset, I guess, here, is uh, we're talking with Father Neil uh, and Carissa, both from uh, St. Catherine. And uh, we appreciate you being here. But one thing I, I, I wanted to point out is that, uh, you know, just to function, just just to function as a business, as you know, in, in today, uh, one of the expenses I'm looking at software licenses. You know, <laughs> we my, know about that. Yeah, Microsoft or uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I've got an Adobe uh, product I use mm -hmm. here for editing, you know, yeah. video and audio and everything. Uh, Four hundred and fifty dollars a month. Oh, is easy. What we're, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, if you if somebody wanted to donate four hundred and fifty dollars, that would cover our software expenses for, for one, one month. month. Uh, but you know, maybe if you wanted to uh, be generous and donate fifty four hundred dollars, you could cover it for the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but honestly, if and and I was just thinking about this during the break, that if you if you went to uh, I don't know, I mean, maybe you you go by the. Uh, you're entertained by the guy who's playing the guitar out on the sidewalk, maybe, and you just stand there. You're, it's like, you know what? I was entertained. I got something out of that. You're going to toss a couple bucks mm -hmm. into the guitar case there, into the bucket or whatever. You know, anything like that. And the Quest is really no different. I mean, if you've listened to the Quest, if you've gotten something out of it, it, you know, toss toss a couple bucks into the into the guitar case. That well, we have. I would say it's significantly different, Dave, because <laughs> the Quest is. Quest, I mean, God bless the guy on the corner. As a musician, I'd certainly say God bless the guy on the corner. But the Quest is out for saving souls. Yeah, and and that work is priceless. 
So the, to continue that work in Atlanta is really vital. We it, haven't had it before. Um, what, the Quest started how many years ago? Five? Uh, four. four. Yeah. Okay. 20, 2018, I believe it was. Yeah. It was before, before I that, got here. <laughs> yeah. Before that, we didn't have anything like this. And, no. and slowly, we talked about this, I think, the last time I was on, that slowly it feels like Atlanta is changing and becoming more visibly and audibly Catholic mm -hmm. and like come to our parish sometime and you will see the fruits of, of God's work and the Holy spirit um, in Atlanta with our insane 10 o'clock mass, which is insanely beautiful and insanely loud with all these amazing babies <laughs> that are out there. Um, the church is exploding in Atlanta and the yeah. quest is such an integral part of that. So we we're grateful for the, the support that the listeners were grateful to be listeners. We're great, grateful that the quest exists. So if you've gotten anything, if you've listened to the quest and gotten anything out of it, uh, support our little guitar case yeah, <laughs> by absolutely. going to calling 470-508-1160. That's what our guitar case is That's shaped right. as, the phone number, or go. the questatlanta.com or the Quest Atlanta app. The you app. can donate there as well. So we were just talking about our, our latest endeavor because we don't have enough to do at St. Catharines in Kennesaw. <laughs> we're, Father and I are not busy at all, not even a little bit. <laughs> a lot we, of leisure time. Huh? We do. We, we realize, I mean, I know that I asked him specifically for extra projects sometime during COVID. <laughs> Um, I really felt the need to be doing more stuff. And so we decided to do the crazy thing and start a high school to add to our already existing amazing preschool on campus um, and our amazing grade school on campus. But the interesting thing about our high school is it's actually not going to be associated with our campus per se. It's not going to be a diocesan school. So, Father, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, as I mentioned, it's going to be an independent uh, high school and hopefully independent Catholic high school ultimately when... Uh, if and when the archbishop gives the formal approval uh, for it to be a Catholic school. Uh, but uh, Archbishop Hartmeyer has been very gracious in allowing us to use some parish space to begin the high school. Uh, we've got some classrooms that are typically just used for our Sunday school and some other meetings um, in the evenings. Um, and so these classrooms are available during the day. So uh, we're really lucky to be able to have access to that space. And um, it's going to be really affordable for us to use that space instead of having to find a space to lease and yeah. uh, or build you know, uh, another facility, which would really be cost prohibitive for us at this point. Uh, so we're, we're really lucky. And, and once again, Archbishop Hartmeyer um, is just demonstrating his um, support of Catholic education and his willingness to think outside the box. And, you know, we, uh, we're lucky in the yeah, Archdiocese. Definitely. As Chris mentioned, you know, the diocese is just exploding. And uh, Archbishop Hartmeyer mentioned, actually, that the Archdiocese of Atlanta is the fastest growing diocese in the United States, according to the really? most recent CARA Center for the Applied Research mm. of the Apostolate Report out of Georgetown. Um, and so... Yeah, I, I, and we, it's, it's really amazing. It's exciting to be here in the diocese. It really and, is. And yeah. once again, the Quest is, is really doing great work and just getting the word out there about what's going on in the diocese. So we're grateful for mm -hmm. the work that you all are doing. And has it become the fastest growing since 2018, since the Quest? I'm just wondering if it's really correlated. <laughs> yeah, <there. it's> definitely <laughs> I think so. Probably yeah. so. You know, yeah. I also wanted to ask you about, um, you know, Catholic education is so important to um Catholic parents, for sure, but uh, it's important to the church itself. Um, Father, why? What is it? What is happening in the world today that just makes Catholic education even more important? Yeah. So I, I think we can all acknowledge that 
the public schools are just becoming increasingly riskier, mm-hmm. um, you know, for our families. Um, you know, we've been, I think, maybe lucky in the state of Georgia that a lot of the the really, I mean, just very let's say it, evil sorts of agendas that are being pushed. Uh, we've maybe been able to fight some of those those off over the last few years, but I think the agenda is so strong, um, you know, particularly the when it comes to sexual morality and the transgender issues. I mean, they're so pervasive in our public schools. And mm-hmm. I think Carissa and I have really just felt we just want to give as many options as possible to our Definitely. families to be able to put their children in Catholic schools and, and Chesterton is certainly one of those options. And we think it's a great option. Um, but we're, I mean, I, as a priest of the diocese, I'm just supportive of all of our Catholic schools and, and hope that right. they all thrive and they're all full, as you said yeah, earlier, Chris. Definitely. Well, and I sent um, my boys to, yeah. uh, they went to public school, yeah. mm. still one of them still in public school. And yeah. mm. it, we don't have a lot of the things, like you said, right. in George this is area. A little bit safer but, for sure. But they'll come home every now and then with subtle Right. Thing. You know, like, Dad, what about the... And it's like, well... Mm, yeah, you know, yeah you there's gotta... so much redirection. Exactly. And one of the things about Chesterton that we loved um, is is just the ability to see the world and their disciplines through that Catholic lens. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it absolutely is is overarching in in the curriculum throughout the curriculum it's it's one of the most important things you know you were talking about the school existing in our on our campus and immediately um, anybody who's seen our campus is going to think wait a second surely there's not room for that um and one of the neat tenets about a chesterton the chesterton model and you can you can look at the any of the chester the other chesterton schools the as father mentioned the first school started in um, the twin cities in hopkins minnesota um, but there's some other great schools the one that i visited is in milwaukee um none of the chesterton schools are all that big they're high schools that are intentionally small so the largest school was maybe three or four hundred and then it actually split and started another school most of the schools try to keep their numbers under 200 and there's there's some specific reasons for that um that that they just believe in um and we're we're committed to staying with that so um like father said we we want chesterton to be full we want all of the archdiocesan schools to be full we we don't view our there are enough catholic kids out there Mm -hmm. that are not attending catholic schools our mission is to get them in catholic schools Mm mm-hmm Absolutely. Uh, and this is the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive. Uh, just want to remind you of that to uh, support us. If you want to support us, uh, every every donation helps. I don't care if it, honestly, if it's $1, that's fantastic. If that's what you can afford, uh, we, we would Dollars add up it. very quickly. <laughs> well, we know that. Mm-hmm. As, as someone in stewardship, I am grateful for every single penny. So, but honestly, I mean, I've, I've mentioned this before, but a thousand people donate a dollar each. Okay. We've got something there, right. you know? That's so right. don't, don't think whatever you... $10 would be better, frankly. Yeah. But, you know. but whatever, exactly. pray on it. Whatever, yeah. whatever it is you think you can afford, uh, please do uh, call 470-508-1160, go to thequestatlanta.com, or you can uh, hit the donate button on the uh, Quest Atlanta app. And I'm just going to mention this novena one more time. Sure, yeah. Which I think is kind of cool, that everyone who calls in or donates, you don't have to donate, just call in uh, during the pledge drive. We're going to have a novena of masses offered for the members of their family who who have fallen away from the faith. 
So keep that in mind. Yeah. One of the stories that I was told when I was in Milwaukee visiting the Chesterton School is that um, across the network, so like Father said, there's about 30 to 40 schools open right now. And um, and over the next five years, the plan is to get to about 150 um, all over the country, particularly, but also all over the world. Um, there's three, I think, opening up in Texas um, soon. Brandon Vaught, if for anybody who knows that name from Word on Fire, he works very close with Bishop Barron, um, is opened this year, um, uh, Chesterton Academy in uh, Orlando. Um, but... Uh, and we have some friends that just opened yeah. one up in Tennessee, Tennessee yeah. as well, in Nashville. Yeah, they're, they're, but one of the stories, sorry, I lost my train of thought. One of the stories that I heard going back to uh, Fallen Away Catholics is um, that Dale Alquist um, carries around a book of of conversion stories that happened specifically because he started because of G.K. Chesterton, just Chesterton himself being the amazing convert that he was. And then people who study Chesterton just fall in love with the faith because they they fall in love with the way that Chesterton sees the world and and just the exposure to truth beauty and goodness is just um it just pervades everything that he writes even some of the silly things that he writes it's just it's it's really clear when you read them and the number of people that that convert um either through Chesterton schools or through just studying Chesterton is astounding I mean, he he had thousands of names in this book and amazing stories um and that reminded me of something father the um one of the things that john actually used to do when my husband uh when he was uh you know training his group of teachers or or new board for a school is he would make them all read the that little holy sees document on catholic education and i i read it i think a long time ago and the one thing that really stood out to me and it's it's existed with me throughout my um even through struggles when I wasn't sure whether we were doing the right thing, sending our kids to Catholic school because it can be expensive and it can be it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice almost for everyone, whether it's driving or just um, sacrificing by not having the same kind of amenities that some of the public schools and other private schools can have. Sending your child to Catholic school is a choice. And um, but what in that document, it says something along the lines of, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but something like um, every Catholic child has the right to a Catholic education, right, mm-hmm. Father? Yeah, yeah. Speak and to that a little bit. Yeah, and and that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to go to a Catholic school, right? right? I mean, we're big supporters of homeschooling yeah. families Amen. for sure, too, and that the church is clear that the you know the parents uh, are the first educators of their children, the primary educators of their children, and um, that's a beautiful thing about Chesterton too. Is it's very clearly supportive of families and. Um, very intentional about working with families and supporting families. Their motto is actually cultura vitae, the culture of life. And obviously in, in a great deal is inspired by Pope John Paul mm-hmm. II. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's just clear that we want to support our families in ensuring that they can provide their children with a solid Catholic education. And one of the other hallmarks of the Chesterton Academies is they're very clear about um, the importance of keeping tuition affordable, affordable yeah. right, for, for family, for Catholic families of, you know, of, of, of all sorts of means. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's really great, but Chris, I wanted to just maybe ask you to talk a little bit about the, the curriculum. Um, if you could, you, you yeah. were just talking a little bit about that just a second ago. And, yeah. The curriculum is what actually made me just 
over the moon. And it's it sounds radical a little bit, I think, because we're so used to the idea in a standard high school of um, kids having a lot of options for the kinds of classes that they take. And um, ultimately, the goal of every high school is to prepare their students for college. And Chesterton will say very, uh, the Chester Network will say very quickly, our goal is actually to prepare our students to make choices to, to for life. And I loved that because I, I realized even myself, when I graduated from high school, I didn't feel like I was, I was really maybe equipped to handle the world. And um, a Chesterton school is intentionally trying to drive students to um, gain the ability to make those kinds of choices when they walk out into the world. And I think as a parent, that's what you want to hear. And so um, very quickly, I will say um, I can cover this really, really fast. But um, if you're interested, if this is something that sounds interesting to you, I hope that you will consider um, joining us on Thursday. We're going to have a Zoom info session. So you can go to our website, which is chestertonatl.org and um, and see more about our Zoom info session. But it's open to anyone. Um, you can just see the link right there. And we're going to be going over the curriculum and admissions um, in a little bit more detail and a lot more detail there. But very, very quickly, um, there are two primary arcs that the Chesterton curriculum is shaped around. And, and they, um, they're the, um, can I have that page? Yeah. Um, they're, I don't want to say the wrong thing. They, they begin in the freshman year with the uh, ancient world and extend all the way to the modern world by senior year. And what they're doing is they're, um, the two arcs are, uh, asking the question and of the student to see themselves through Christ, through Christ's eyes, leading from the ancient world into the incarnation and from the incarnation to the high middle ages, and then presenting the case. So they present the case for, uh, humanity through the eyes of God for the first two and a half years. And then they present the case the intentionally humanity through the eyes of the secular world in the last part in the last part of your junior year and your senior year. And it culminates in their senior year using Chesterton's everlasting man, asking the students to make the choice. What do you choose? Do you choose to be someone who sees themselves through Christ's eyes or do you choose to be someone who sees themselves through the world's eyes? You get to choose. And, and hopefully they've laid out the case well enough. And so, um, when you hear classical, you think often humanities driven and Chesterton schools certainly are humanities driven. So our students are going to be studying um, literature, history, philosophy, theology. Um, they're going to be studying Latin. They're going to be learning logic. They're going to there's going to be a, a, a high focus on the fine arts. They're going to take some kind of fine art every single year. Um, not every single year they're going to have to sing every single year they're going to um, they're going to do some kind of art they're going to actually have to be in a play every single student has to be in a play um, but they also but there's also a pretty significant academic focus I mean it's a challenging curriculum but there is not a there is almost no choice in the curriculum that's where I meant um, by the difference between standard and uh, Chesterton school there's there's a set curriculum and the students are going to follow a path they're going to track probably in maths and sciences meaning there's an upper level and a lower level in those areas, but the rest of the um, the curriculum is pretty set. Um, so it's it's it in a way it takes away some of the choice in a good way. You don't have to deal with that that worry and concern. In another way, maybe it's not for everyone. Um, it it might feel like a lot of uh, 
language. Um, it it uh, typically isn't. Um, it's it's pretty balanced. One of the hallmarks of a Chesterton school is joyful. They want their kids to be happy. They want their they want your kids to come home from high school and and have some leisure time. They want them not to be bogged down with tons and tons of homework. They want them to be really really happy. And so they um they it's it's literally written into the curriculum that no student is allowed to have more than an hour and a half max homework at night and that's an odd day most of the homework is happening in the in the classroom because they're really mastering those disciplines because of the integrated curriculum and so in your classroom you're going to be reading um you're going to be reading homer and virgil and then in your socratic um seminar, you're going to be discussing it so that you don't need the same kind of reinforcement at home that a standard curriculum would have. Mm-hmm. Hope that makes sense. <laughs> Is that what you were looking for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be sure, I'm glad that you mentioned, obviously, the kids are going to be taking the, the normal track of right. science and math as well that they would be getting in, oh, yeah. in so, other high schools. And yeah. so it's not just humanities right. and yeah, I mean, well, they're going to get the full high school sort of uh, academic experience and we can talk that, about yeah. AP and things like that during yeah. our um, info session, yeah. but just so you're aware, um, the the Chesterton graduates and the Chesterton 11th and 12th graders are 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 actually scoring above the national average in the ACT and the SAT. Everything that is happening um, in the classroom is preparing them for the standardized test that every other student in the country has to take, and and in theory, um, and in actuality, preparing them, you know, pretty darn well. Mm. Um, so. They're, they're going to be able to compete with their peers. They're all getting into the same kind of colleges that everybody else is getting into. It's just um, it's just a different direction that mm-hmm. they've taken in those four years. It's really fascinating, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool. Sounds great. I wish that my boys, one just graduated high school and, <laughs> and the other one's a junior. And I wish, from yeah. hearing you talk about this, I wish that something like this was available for those boys. You I know. feel like that way about myself. Like, And one of the other <laughs> yeah. things that's kind of cool, and I keep forgetting to talk about this in, um, we have these monthly calls that we do with our um, the other people that are starting schools also. I keep forgetting, but they told us that for parents, um, by the time our kids start school, they're going to have this basically online parent um, uh uh, I don't know what the right way to say this. They're going to have school for parents. So you can learn along with your kids what they're doing. It's going to be obviously faster. There's not going to be a Socratic classroom discussion, but you can at least be exposed to what your kids are being exposed to. Some of our board members have even sort of taken advantage of some of the teacher training videos on our on the that Chesterton provides you because they were like, I didn't have philosophy in high school, and I'd like to learn a little bit more about that. So. Mm-hmm. It just really, it sounds, I mean, I, I feel like I'm I'm a little idealistic at the moment, but I'm excited about it for sure. That's great. This is the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive on AM 1160 of the Quest. Uh, and let me, uh, I'm just going to step in, let's step into the call center here yeah. and uh, let me see some of the names we've got. We've got uh, Mike and uh, Shannon from Kennesaw. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, we've got Lindsay giving a shout-out to Father Neil and Carissa. Thanks, Lindsay. Uh, we've got Helen from Marietta. Thanks, Helen. And, uh, oh, boy, I'm going to mess this one up. Art Ardyth, uh in honor. Oh, Ardyth Ardyth. Ball. Ard- yeah. Thanks, <laughs> That's in honor of Father Neil and Carissa. So thank you all for the donations. And uh, that call center's noisy. A lot of action going on in there, huh? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We and like if you, to hear that. If you want to get in on, on the action here... Um, 
uh, you're on until five o'clock and and uh, the number is 470-508-1160 you can go to thequestatlanta.com or on the Quest Atlanta app which is on your phone already and if it isn't it's a free download. You can, you can get that really easy. It's pretty too. It's yeah. red. And... That's right. So in the last few minutes, if we could just sort of plug a couple of things that, mm-hmm. that we have coming up related yeah, to school. Do. So first of all, our website really is a wealth of information. ChestertonATL.org. You can go there to find out more about the school and also the link to our info session that's happening on Thursday. That's um, this coming Thursday. There's 22nd at 630, mm-hmm. right? Um, so yeah. Feel free to join us for that. Um, and then also, we, uh, we're excited. We have a, a big gala coming up. Um, and this is going to be a, a fundraiser for us, for sure, um, on November 5th. And we uh, it's really going to be a fun night. And we have a really excellent uh, keynote address that's going to be, uh, or a keynote speaker, uh, Joseph Pierce. You may be familiar with him. He's a really well-known Catholic author and speaker, um, a great Chesterton scholar, a Tolkien scholar, a Shakespeare scholar. He's written several books. Mm-hmm. He loves Ignatius Tolkien. He's going to convince Father and, yeah. Neil to read Tolkien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are excited uh, about the gala. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, and yeah, we certainly would uh, welcome anyone listening. If you'd like to join us for that, uh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, a friend of ours um, from, actually, I think he's a parishioner at the cathedral, is actually putting together, kind of curating a really neat night for us. We're, it's not going to be a standard sit-down gala. We're not going to do a big sit-down dinner. Um, he has, uh, we're going to be able to announce soon who all of the chefs are, but he has a great relationship with a bunch of chefs around town, all award-winning chefs, um, and they're going to come and they're themselves, and they're going to bring some of uh, a marquee dish of some kind, and they're going to provide a bite of food or a small plate of food. Um, so it's going to be kind of a festival. If you're familiar with Serenby or one of the taste of, you know, Woodstock or taste of Roswell, taste mm-hmm. of Kennesaw, whatever, one of those kinds of um, events, it's going to be, you know, more formal than that because you're not going to probably be in, you know, flip flops, but um, it'll be inside of our parish hall, but it'll have that same kind of atmosphere. So we'll have jazz playing and, and you'll get to walk from sort of station to station and get some, some kind of exposure to one of these chefs, um, uh, offerings and same thing with fine wines and beers and curated cocktails. And I'm really excited because I don't know, we have to go and enjoy going to, um, fancy dinners and it's always really fun, but, um, I just thought this would be something different and, and cool for Chesterton to, to, to have as a, our founders gala, our inaugural gala. So it's a, called a taste of excellence. Cause you're not going to be sitting down too much except for during uh, the amazing joseph pierce's talk fantastic that sounds like an yeah. exciting time and and to be able to taste uh you know like i always like that when you can sample like sometimes and i'm sure all the food's going to be great but sometimes you get a dish like you get the whole dish and it's like mm, i wish i would have got something else you know? <laughs> whereas that way you get yeah. you know it's like oh i can you know let's well see hopefully it'll also help us like we can talk i mean i was thinking his whole point was What's your favorite part of these dinners? Well, it's the cocktail hour, right? Mm -hmm. And that's true. Like you're standing around. You get to see more people. It's more than just sitting at your table or nearby you. And so you're walking around and you're talking and then you get to hearing from these chefs, which I never get to go out to dinner. I it's just it's too busy. Life is too busy. Mm -hmm. So to have these chefs brought to me is exciting for me. I'm excited about it. I love that's fantastic. And, And when so when is that again? It's November 5th, yeah. mm-hmm. and all of that information is also on our website. We would love to see you there. 
We, yeah. have, we have a pretty limited number of seats. So. Okay. Well, and of course, you can count on the Quest for support yeah. for that as uh, the Quest supports many things at St. Catherine yeah. and, and, and we're grateful for and, that. And yes, parishes around uh, the Archdiocese. Uh, and if you would like to help us continue to support the local parishes in the Archdiocese, uh, please in. please do donate or pledge at uh, 470-508-1160, uh, Atlanta.com or on the app. You can do it as well. Any any last thoughts here uh, before we sign off? Yeah, well, one, just one, I once again reiterate our gratitude to mm-hmm. the work that the Quest is doing. Uh, what a great work of evangelization. And mm-hmm. one last pitch, if you haven't called in yet, <laughs> call in. You still got a minute or so while we're here and uh, support this great work. Father Neil and uh, Carissa from uh, St. Catherine, thank you very much for stopping by and helping out. Thanks, Dave.